ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम नमो भासुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय Reading from Shrimad Bhagavad Gita as it is, translation and commentary by His Divine Grace Shri A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada, founder of Acharya Aviskon, chapter 10, text 20. The verses here. Please chant with us. Aham Atma Guda Kesha. Aham Atma Guda Kesha. Sarvabhuta Shayastitaha. Sarvabhuta Shayastitaha. Ahamadischa Madhyamcha Ahamadischa Madhyamcha Bhutanam Anta Evacha Translation I am the Super Soul, O Arjuna, seated, seated in the hearts of all living entities. I am the beginning, the middle, and the end of all beings. Purport In this verse, Arjuna is addressed as Gurakesha, which means one who has conquered the darkness of sleep. For those who are sleeping in the darkness of ignorance, it is not possible to understand how the Supreme Personality of Godhead manifests Himself in various ways in the material and spiritual worlds. Thus, this address by Krishna to Arjuna is significant, because Arjuna is above such darkness the personality of godhead agrees to describe his various opulences krishna first informs arjuna that he is the soul of the entire cosmic manifestation by dint of his primary expansion before the material creation the supreme lord by his plenary expansion accepts the purusha incarnations and from him everything begins therefore he is Atma, the soul of the Mahatattva, the universal elements. The total material energy is not the cause of the creation. Actually, the Mahavishnu enters into the Mahatattva, the total material energy. He is the soul. When Mahavishnu enters into the manifested universes, he again manifests himself as the super soul in each and every entity. We have experienced that the personal body of the living entity exists due to the presence of the spiritual spark. Without the existence of the spiritual spark, the body cannot develop. Similarly, the material manifestation cannot develop unless the Supreme Soul, Krishna, enters. As stated in the Subala Upanishad, Prakritiyadi sarva bhutanta yami sarva cha narayanaha The Supreme Personality of Godhead is existing as the Supersoul in all manifested universes. The three Purusha avatars are described in Srimad Bhagavatam. They are also described in the Sattvata Tantra. Vishnos to Trini Rupani Purusha Kyanyato Viduhu. The Supreme Personality of Godhead manifests three features as Karano Dakshai Vishnu, Garbho Dakshai Vishnu, and Kshira Dakshai Vishnu in this material manifestation. The Mahavishnu or Karana Dakshai Vishnu is described in the Brahma Sanghita. Yah Karana Navajale Bhajatisma Yoga Nidram. 
the Supreme Lord, Krishna, the cause of all causes, lies down in the cosmic ocean as Mahavishnu. Therefore, the Supreme Personality of Godhead is the beginning of the universe, the maintainer of the universal manifestations, and the end of all energy. Krishna is describing himself in this verse and in this series of verses, he's describing himself to Arjuna. Arjuna has asked Krishna that you please describe about yourself, which is the subject matter of Bhagavad Gita. Krishna is describing about himself. Here, Krishna is describing that he's the beginning, the middle, and ev end of everything, which we could concisely understand to mean that Krishna is everything. Generally, it's thought if we ask people, well, what do you understand about God? And usually they'll say, God is everything. Isn't it? They don't have a very clear concept of what it means that God means everything. Here in Bhagavad Gita, Krishna is describing in more detail, and in the Papad, Prabhupada is explaining what Krishna is explaining, not anything different, the same thing, but he's giving more background understanding as described in Srimad Bhagavatam. What does it mean that Krishna is everything? So Krishna is describing about himself to Arjuna, and Prabhupada in his Bhagavad Gita as it is, is explaining more according to Shastra and realization. And then anyone else, just like myself, in this case today, who speaks on this, should continue to explain about Krishna according to what is understood in Guru Parampara from Shastra and according to one's realization. Although actually when we're to speak to others, I'm, I'm now supposed to speak something to you about Krishna, <coughs> isn't it? Yeah. So before I speak it's also good to have some idea of what are your realizations of Krishna? You're all having realizations of Krishna, isn't it? You must be. You're all chanting Hare Krishna? Is it? Some way, Tilak, Kunti Vids. So that means you have some realization of Krishna, otherwise you wouldn't be doing this. No one's paying you to chant Hare Krishna. No one's holding a gun to your head and telling you to chant Hare Krishna. But you're doing because you have some realization, some appreciation for Krishna. So maybe we could hear, some of the devotees here could tell, what are your realizations about Krishna? I'll ask some of you, randomly, so you can all think. What are your realizations of Krishna? You can say briefly. Radha Govinda Das. <laughs> You're trying to escape here now. Senior, junior, that also that is an etiquette. That's also there. But one may be senior or junior in terms of years in Krishna consciousness. But everyone has realizations of Krishna. As I was saying, you wouldn't be chanting Hare Krishna unless you had some realization of Krishna. There must be some realization. So, what do you realize about Krishna? That's a very good realization. Did you all hear that? Everyone heard? 
you didn't hear. Radha Govinda Das Brahmachari was just saying that he doesn't have so much realization of Krishna because the devotee will always say like that even if he has so many realizations but he was saying that he has much his realization is that he has faith in personalities who have faith in Krishna he was giving the example of Prabhupada when Prabhupada speaks there's so much substance there so this is actually a very good understanding for those who deny that there is any God then this means if they if they what they're saying is true this means that great personalities like Srila Prabhupada there have been many great religious personalities in India and in other parts of the world also many many so they were all simply imagining something foolishly is it possible that they wrote so many books of philosophy and uh, so many wonderful prayers glorifying the Lord and they influence so many people's lives so many people just by coming in contact with great saints their, their whole lives changed even people who are very atheistic and sinful by coming in contact with personalities who are filled with love of God then their whole lives just changed so how can you deny their substance and Bhakti Nautako sings Krishna Sri Toma Krishna Dite Paro Tomara Shakati Ache he says O Vaishnava you have got Krishna you can give Krishna you have the power to do so so that's one realization of Krishna that Krishna manifests himself through his devotees then who else who would like to say you like to say what is your realization of Krishna Rupesh yeah. oh there are so many names Aish all names of Krishna Chandraish, Rakesh well, actually Rakesh is a name for the moon but ultimately Krishna is the controller of everybody hmm. then I don't have any you must be happy just just dig a little deep into your consciousness I, I got convinced that's realization oh. so your realization of Krishna is that there's something wonderful here I want to know more hmm, that's a very nice realization hmm. that's very wonderful yeah many people had such realizations that uh, especially in the western countries many people had that realization they'll see devotees chanting in the streets and singing very happily and they think oh that's something very wonderful I don't know what it is but I want to know more about it because you can see the contrast very strongly especially uh, on Oxford Street in London I, I always have this feeling that so many people from all over the world and it's there it's like a big black cloud on everyone's head I mean generally in England there are black clouds anyway but even if the Sun is shining the consciousness of the people is just like oh they're all so frustrated and devotees come down Oxford Street dancing and singing and it's like a big bright light and everyone can see the difference 
It's just completely different. It's not just the dress is different and that they're singing and playing bells, but just the, the whole consciousness. It's so wonderful. So people can see there's something wonderful here. People, they've got something. They say, whatever it is, I'd like to be like that. Some of the ladies like to tell any realizations of Krishna? You like to say? I said, and I never felt the sense of security. Can you, can you hear at the back? Yeah. I've never felt the sense of security. I want to happen to be with uh, Krishna's devotees and your girlfriend's lectures. That's the best way to go. Hmm. I have a hard day to come out and listen to the lectures or something. It just means it's the best way to be. It's the best place to be, feel much security. I was waiting for someone to say this actually. Because that's the point I wanted to speak a little bit more about. Is that Krishna is our shelter. People come to Krishna, mostly in the modern age especially. Of course people come with different motives. But mostly people who take up Krishna consciousness very seriously, they, you're saying about security. So it's a feeling of shelter. And Krishna is our shelter. There's no shelter in the material world. We take shelter of our family members, or we, we take shelter of different designations that you see, I'm from a good family, I have a good degree, or I'm going to get a good degree, our money, and we identify ourselves like this, but actually inside we feel very insecure. And I think you'll find that more here than in other parts of India, because the, the artificial prestige is more here. Artificial prestige is very much part of life in Manipal, isn't it? That everyone likes to, you know, how many crores my father's got, and your father's only got three crores and my father has thirty crores like this I'm feeling taking shelter uh, our money our prestige our caste and from Brahmin caste the eleventh attacks in which they were feeling we are Americans we're the most powerful country in the world no one ever invaded us. No one ever defeated us on at least on our own territory. They lost in Vietnam, but, but no one actually ever came and did anything to us and we're so superior. And then some Arabs came. I mean, they weren't even Europeans. They're Arabs from Asia. And they just... and. The, World Trade Center, a symbol of American prosperity. But, and then they're so afraid. They're so afraid they don't even want to open their envelope. They're feeling at any time, you know, any time we don't know, we could just be breathing, the terrorists could get us. They, they stop, practically the planes, they stop flying in planes. Americans are flying here and there. All, all over, crisscrossing America, always flat. They don't want to, they're so afraid. So it revealed actually that inside, even though they're very complacent and confident, we're American, 
No one can do anything to us. But inside they're very insecure, full of fear. Our devotees were telling us that actually, see so many people after that, they used to come and mill around this World Trade Center area. So um, devotees in New York, they went there and they did Harinam because that's what devotees do. So many people were coming, okay, chant Hare Krishna, they can hear that. But then after some days, they sat down like this and they started playing with harmonium and then they said to people okay now we're going to have spiritual therapy sessions and they were teaching people to chant Hare Krishna there was a tremendous response they'd have hundreds of people New Yorkers who you know they don't stop for one second they're just on the move or there's hundreds of them sitting down and chanting with their beads Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Ram Hare Ram so because they're feeling, yeah, and we need some spiritual therapy. They're looking for some shelter. They realize that everything they had faith in, that we're American, we have the government, we have the army, we have our business, we have the Pentagon, and that got attacked to... No one can touch us. And now they realized they're fallible. The same thing that Prabhupada is preaching, the same thing that you'll get in these books, that there's no security in the material world. Everything is fallible. You may be American in this life and you may be a worm in stool. Maybe American in your next life. Maybe not American. There's no security in this material world. Whatever arrangements we make, we have to suffer birth, death, old age and disease. But, Pashyanapina Pashyati, people don't see. They see but they don't see. This is the trick of Maya. Everyone sees, my father has died, my mother has died. Doctors, they see all the time, people are dying. How many deaths does a doctor see in his life? But still he's concerned, my prestige, and he's not thinking, I have to die also. Every day he's seeing people die. But he doesn't think, I'm also going to have to die. Or even if he thinks, he blanks it out in his consciousness. Or they make some so-called philosophy that, well, when you die everything is finished. Why do they say that? Because they don't want to think what happens afterwards. So actually everyone in the material world is feeling very insecure. And we try to make material relationships for the sake of security. Especially family relationships, you think. I'll marry and then we'll have a home and this will be, this is my existence. That I will live with my wife or my husband and my children. And this takes up our whole consciousness and way of thinking and bringing money and getting my children educated and so many things. So that gives some sense of security. Of course, in the modern age, 
even that false security is very little there because family life especially you're all coming from so-called progressive backgrounds so progressive means more westernized and westernized means there's no family life practically literally not just figuratively literally one of my god brothers who's preaching in america was telling me that when he talks about family life to people they just they just look at you blank because they never most people are brought up with just their mother not their father a mother and a series of boyfriends that she has <coughs> and uh, even mo- mostly nowadays people don't get married anyway they think well, you know why bother having a divorce later on just don't bother that's the worst and it's like that in india more and more especially among the so called progressive people because everyone's busy working and children you know and well, they're a bit of a nuisance so you know send them off to manipal <laughs> give them a good job and let them let them look after themselves you know do you do your best you should do something for your children so give them a good education and let them look after themselves i don't know exactly maybe in some cases i, I don't want to blaspheme your parents but these are the kind of attitudes which are coming up more and more that children they come home and there's there's no parents there there's they have the key to the door they come in and they take something out of the freezer and stick it in the microwave and watch the tv and that's it that's their home life so uh, a result of modern life or the influence of kali yoga whatever it may be that relationships are not very strong between people and even people are friends and then they become enemies their husband and wife and then they become divorced and like this so it's a very insecure kind of age and especially in this area in manipal where there's so much of this false prestige it, it makes a very it makes you feel very insecure because your people are projecting themselves on the ba- false prestige on the basis of false prestige that you know i feel i feel very confident you have to show you feel very confident you have to show that you know you're on top of the world no problems but inside people have so many anxieties and so people are feeling very insecure and krishna is the shelter that's the point the point is that krishna is our shelter whether modern life or traditional life or future life the actual shelter is krishna of course modern society has made so many problems but even without the problems of modern life still the problems are always there but death old age and disease there's always suffering in material life modern life has made it more so that the mental suffering is more that uh, practically everyone is mentally disturbed one way or another some show it and some don't but inside everyone is suffering so many anxieties with some people it comes out in very bad ways they may 
apparently be very respectable people in society but at home they're torturing their children or performing so many perverted activities or whatever so people are suffering in intensely that is the condition of the modern age people are suffering intensely they're confused but they try to cover it up by living a very fast life so you jump on a motorbike rev it up make a lot of noise rush off go to the uh, fast food place and eat something faster and there's music going so you're all the time your consciousness is and the adrenaline is running so you're always jacked up with so much adrenaline running and if it runs short you can always drop a few pills to get the adrenaline running again so the people are running so they're moving fast and exciting life because they don't want to stop and think actually what am I doing with life they're so busy leading a life of illusion in which they deliberately execute themselves in illusion they don't want to think actually what am I because the question is too painful to ask if you actually look at yourself they'll find just a shadow there's no substance there's no meaning to their life just I'm trying to impress others how wonderful I am I'm dressed in the latest fashions I've got a big bike and I roar around the town I go to all the concerts I'm a dedicated follower of fashion <laughs> but people don't want to think but if you start to think then it becomes frightening so when you see devotees then you see that they're actually completely aloof from all this it's not just the dress is different or in your case it may not be different but the consciousness is different another of my friends was telling me devotee that uh, well, he's a householder so he was doing business and um, he used to be an advisor to many big businessmen I mean people dealing in hundreds of millions of, and billions of dollars and one man he, be, he was telling me he became, very, he became very friendly with one man Swiss man who was uh, a, a billionaire multi-billionaire or whatever actually in America there are so many millionaires it's, it's not it's not such a big thing you go, I think there's a million millionaires in America so these are richer than millionaires this class of people he was dealing with so this man he was trying to tell him look you know I'm just an ordinary guy I don't have but he didn't believe him he, this man thought he must be having you know some many billions of dollars like me because he was so relaxed because only people have so much money that you know even if they lose you know 10 million dollars here and there it doesn't make them only the, such kind of people may have a certain kind of relaxation although I didn't notice it myself he was saying I mean I've also seen very rich people but they're also like that but he was so calm why? not because he had billions of dollars but because he had Krishna 
and he wasn't impressed by you know he could move with people with billions of dollars and it, you know didn't make any difference to he wasn't impressed by them hundreds of millions of dollars to him he just so well you know another person he's in maya hundreds of millions of dollars of maya so devotees are different because they have realization of krishna that krishna is our shelter there are many nice verses in the bhagavad gita and in the shrimad bhagavatam in this regard about krishna's shelter who knows any verse about krishna's shelter from bhagavad gita yeah that doesn't really say about shelter say 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 loudly ma me kam sharanam raja now krishna says if you come to me for shelter i will give it but you have to come to me only krishna says don't think you can stand under five umbrellas at one time you have to un- under krishna only take shelter of krishna and krishna will give you shelter what is that shelter well the first symptom of that shelter is that krishna will deliver us from all sinful reactions why are people afraid well, one reason is because they have so many sinful reactions facing them people have to in the deep in their subconsciousness everyone knows there are so many things i have to suffer for why are people afraid to die if they say that well everything's finished at death then why should they be afraid to die actually everyone knows deep in their subconsciousness that they have to face sinful reactions but krishna says i will deliver you from all sinful reactions mashucha don't fear i'm not bluffing you definitely i will give you shelter there's a very nice verse in the shrimad bhagavatam in this regard there are many many nice verses there's one i was just thinking of samashita ye padda pallava plavang mahat padang punya yashomara re pavambhya vatsa padang parang padang badang badang yadd padang natesham it's very poetical even without understanding you can hear how nice it sounds so this verse says that this whole material manifestation is like a great ocean of misery and danger but if one takes shelter at the lotus feet of krishna who is mukunda the giver of liberation then this whole material world in which padam padam yadve padam natesham padam padam har kadam every step there is vipadam there is danger but for one who takes shelter of krishna this vast ocean 
which is inside, you know you can't cross a great ocean. It's not possible. Very dangerous ocean, you can't swim across it. But that whole big ocean becomes like a vatsapadam. It means the size of the calf's hoofprint. Can you understand? Calf's hoofprint. It means if you see a calf's hoofprint, if you're walking, you don't think, how shall I cross it? <laughs> you don't think of it at all. You just go on walking. You may even step right on top of it and crush it. It's insignificant. This whole material world which is so dangerous and so difficult becomes insignificant for a devotee who takes shelter of Krishna. This material nature is very, very difficult to cross over, Krishna says. But one who surrenders to me, for him it is very easy to cross over. So taking shelter, coming to Krishna means to take shelter of Krishna. And that is the position of a devotee. He takes shelter of Krishna. In this material world, everyone is trying to show themselves as very great. I'm very great. I'm very strong. I'm very proud. I don't need to believe in God. I'm the great. I'm wonderful. Look at me. This is the materialistic way of thinking. But, however big and strong we may be, material nature crushes us. Either big strong nation, America, now they're afraid of a gang of Arabs living in the mountains in Afghanistan. They're so afraid. Practically a gang of bandits, that's all they are. And the whole country is afraid. Or we may be ourselves very strong. There are different ways of being strong. One is physically strong. You have a very big strong body. Rambo, something like this. But any one Rambo, one bullet this size can finish off Rambo. And even, what's the name of that guy? Arthur, what's his name? Special. Schwarzschegana. Something like that, some funny German name. So, however, however big and strong he is, there'll come a time when his body will shrivel up. He'll be an old man. Of course, he might die by some unnatural means, but his body will eventually become weak. I was just telling that story that. Sanyasi I met. This was maybe 15 years ago I met one Sanyasi. Old man. And you could see that previously he was very big and strong. He told me, when I was your age, I could pick up three people your size and throw them the other side of the room. I was a wrestling champion. But now if I want to walk down this anywhere, I have to have one hand on a stick and the other hand on someone else's shoulder. So material nature forces you down. Physically you may be very strong. You may be, there are other kinds of strength. Financial strength. If you have money then you see you can buy a bodyguard. Or you can be protected with your big bungalow, compound, guards. 
or you may be politically strong no one can touch you you may think even the court makes some decision against you but you go you turn it round again this is normal in india that's why when one politician arrests another they put them in the first class kind of prison because they know after some time they may arrest me so better look make sure you look after them properly so political power there are different kinds of power but it will all be finished the only shelter is krishna instead of trying to show i am very great the devotee takes pleasure in thinking i am very small but krishna is very great and i am krishna's servant therefore i don't care whatever anyone says doesn't matter i should simply speak the message of krishna just like prabhupada see prabhupada came to the western countries and according to any material calculation he was very weak physically he was an old man he was very short about 5 foot 3 inches what's that in you measure in centimeters is it 65 no i don't know i don't know that's one thing i never converted my brain heights anyway he was very short and uh, his english although in many ways it was very good but his diction wasn't very understandable to people in the west because the pronunciation was quite different in the indian english also the grammatical construction is quite it's quite different to the syntax generally used in the west and uh, prabhat had no financial strength he had 40 rupees and you can't use rupees in america and even if you could it wasn't very much and he came from a poor country to america which is a very rich country he came to a country which was militarily not very mighty just a few years ago india had been humiliated by china in the northeast so in all he didn't have any friends or any society or organization but prabhupad although he appeared he might have appeared to be very weak but he was very strong prabhupad said later on that all the other swamis who went to the west they started by saying you are very advanced i started by saying you are all rascals so prabhupad he was very strong from the very beginning he said what is this cat dog society you think you are very advanced but you are living like cats and dogs so prabhupad was very strong because he knew that krishna is with me krishna is protecting me i've got nothing to fear krishna <coughs> prabhupad's very name abhay charanaravinda at whose is the name for krishna it means at whose lotus feet there is fearlessness no fear prabhupad wasn't afraid to go to america to in that situation where no friends no money no security of any kind but he had faith that krishna will help me and full faith 
Prabhupada gave the example of uh, as you see in the western countries people take their dogs for walks and it's not like in India when they take them on the lead here in India the dog just pulls them here and there but in the west they have more developed dog culture so they know how to train the dog so the, you take the dog for a walk not that the dog takes you for a walk <laughs> so Prabhupada saw that see the dogs in the west they're like very prestigious the dog is considered a very you know prestigious animal and the dogs they can feel that you see right. isn't it you can see the dogs they feel very important in the west because they, they're treated like they are a dog oh, it's a <laughs> especially pedigree dog oh. mostly they don't keep mongrels here in India it's all mongrels so the Prabhupada is giving the example the dog feels he, he'll bark he, why? because he feels my master is here he is, he's protecting me and Prabhupada in this regard he would often quote one very nice verse from Yamuna Acharya from his uh, Stotra Ratnam that uh, how does that begin? first line Prashanti Nishesha Manoratantaram Kadaham Aikantika Nitya Kinkaram Prahashiyashan Sanata Jivitam he says that by serving you He's speaking to Krishna. That we become completely peaceful and secure and all the different tumble of thoughts in our mind becomes very settled and we become very joyful. So when will I be fortunate enough to consider myself in the position of your eternal servant? And the specific words, Sanata, that I will have you as my master. And Prabhupada compared that with the word anatta. One who is, Prabhupada gave the example of a street dog and a dog with a master. A street dog is a street dog. He's simply, people throw stones at him. He's always looking in the garbage for something to eat. He's very skinny and miserable. And there'll be all this, some disease, he'll be biting for the fleas very miserable condition and at night when there's no one around to then he comes out and barks and he thinks you see now I'm the king and in the morning again he's just looking for some garbage and then they're more quiet in the day street dog or he's anatta without a master and sanatta he has his master he's just the dog his tendency is to take shelter of a master and then the master looks after so Prabhupada he, he gave that example that's it's one thing we can even learn from the dog that if you take shelter of your master he'll look after you so devotee takes shelter of Krishna he's perfectly secure Krishna is looking after me feels fully satisfied in understanding that Krishna is looking after me then what do I have to fear and what is the use of taking shelter of anyone else 
Rukmini Devi described this very nicely to Krishna that uh, she was saying to Krishna what, what is the use of taking shelter of any person except you she said that normally a woman in this material world likes to take shelter of a man but what is the use of taking shelter of someone who she was specifically saying about princesses they're taking shelter of princes or kings but they're taking shelter of what? just some blood and bones and flesh and muscles covered by some skin with some hair in the form of moustaches and beard calling themselves a king but in course of time that king body will be turned into ashes it won't so what she was saying what is the use that really we should take shelter of you Krishna so Krishna is the ultimate shelter as Krishna himself says in Bhagavad Gita that Krishna says I am the father of the universe the mother, the support, the grandfather Krishna is everything not vaguely impersonally but Krishna is really our best friend and that's another wonderful thing about Krishna that even though Krishna so many devotees but he is he's personally giving himself to every one of them Krishna he gives himself to his devotee so you may think well if Krishna gives himself to his devotee then what about all the other devotees but he gives himself to them also because Krishna is unlimited so Krishna is our shelter give some do you have any prasad? have to leave early Is it? give a little prasad so that's a very good realization that we should take shelter of Krishna there's no other shelter in this material world there is false shelter no one can protect us no one can protect us from birth, death, old age and disease no one can protect us from sinful reactions no one can protect us from anxiety, illusion, confusion we may go to a psychiatrist I'm so confused but the psychiatrist himself is also confused <laughs> but he has to show that actually I'm not confused we go to the doctor for shelter from some disease but they can't protect you from death so better to take shelter of Krishna this is a good realization and we should increase our faith in that sometimes it requires a lot of faith because 
Sometimes people think that, well, we'll take shelter of Krishna and then I won't have any more material problems. But that's not the way Krishna gives shelter. Sometimes Krishna, he sends more material problems so that we'll take shelter of him more and more. Because as long as we're in this material world, or as long as we're in material consciousness, we're always thinking that, well, I could try and enjoy this material world just a little bit more. But Krishna makes arrangements for his sincere devotees that they realize that actually there's no one, there's nothing but Krishna and his devotees. We shouldn't think that devotee association is material association. When we associate with devotees, that means they're also helping to give us Krishna's association because Krishna manifests through his devotees. So some of you have to go, is it? All have time limits, examinations. You have to go back to the hostel or something like that, is it? I see. They don't want you to take shelter of Krishna. They're thinking, we are giving shelter, then why any other shelter? So sometimes you have to make a balance between these different kinds of shelters. At least superficially, sometimes we may satisfy others. Yes, yes, but actually our shelter should be Krishna. All right, anyone else like to express any of their realizations about Krishna? Anything? Krishna Prasadam? You like Prasadam? You like Kirtan? Hmm? Sorry? You like Prasad, that's good. Like Prasad means that we shouldn't like anything else, only Prasad. That means even if someone offers, here is some very nice food. But if it's not prasad, a devotee thinks, I'm not interested. I only like to take prasad. Because he's taken shelter of Krishna. Hmm. Any questions about this? Anything? Yeah, he may do. Krishna may do. Generally, for those who are somewhat more advanced. What if they don't? Well, that's a test. Someone may, being given more tests, they may fail the test. Means that. We have to choose, at every moment we have to choose to be Krishna conscious or not Krishna conscious. Now when we're faced with various difficulties, the experience of that may be so intense 
that despite our training in Krishna consciousness we we don't see Krishna behind it so that's why we should always learn to take shelter of the devotees of Krishna if we think I'll take shelter of Krishna directly we may not have a very strong connection actually may not be as strong as we think there's always a tendency of neophyte devotees to think that they're more advanced than they actually are so it's very important that we keep association with devotees who help each other in times of difficulty help each other means there may be some physical help also but especially spiritual help in the form of <coughs> encouraging devotees in difficulty to remain strong in Krishna consciousness to see everything from a Krishna conscious philosophical viewpoint a test is a test it doesn't mean you automatically pass it you have to prepare for the test and the test means we have to decide at this point am I going to surrender to Krishna more and more or am I going to back off and become more materialistic there may be a test and we, may, we may think well Krishna is not sheltering me let me take more shelter of material nature what was the use of chanting Hare Krishna now I'm suffering so many material difficulties so let me become let me be realistic we think not understanding that reality is that we are eternal spirit souls and that material problems come and go whatever material problem we have it won't last and whatever material facility we have it also won't last you may be a double crop party or whatever it is but the money won't last and you may have uh, two crores of problems they also won't last they'll go and new problems will come as long as we're in material life but it will all pass away see even there may be very such problems that they go on throughout the life there may be for instance uh, you may suffer paralysis and that may continue part of your body may remain paralyzed for the rest of your life doesn't mean you can't chant Hare Krishna unless it's in your jaw even then you can chant mentally there's nothing to stop us being Krishna conscious whatever the problem may be we may have severe debts and we should understand it's some kind of karma Krishna is reminding me this material world is miserable so I have to struggle with these debts what to do I should still go on chanting Hare Krishna at some point in time you'll be released from that body and then you'll be released from those the debts that go with the body and you'll get another body or if you go to Krishna you'll get a spiritual body so a devotee learns to be transcendental with a philosophical outlook and actually when there are tests then if we take shelter of Krishna then it becomes very sweet when we have no we feel we have no other shelter but Krishna let me remain at Krishna's lotus feet there's actually more sweetness in that if we have nothing in this material world and we just oh Krishna you're in the you're my all in all therefore Krishna is called a Kinchanadham as one name for Krishna 
people who have nothing in this material world their only wealth is Krishna and they're fully satisfied whereas we find people they have so much money but they're completely unsatisfied because they don't have Krishna any other questions? no?